0: Some uh, some God of War, huh? Yeah, I was about to say some God of War. Played it, like
1: it, beat it. You beat it already? It. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I know, right? Um, and I, I like I did a lot. Like it
0: seems ginormous. I think it's one of those ones that you can make much longer. Yeah. Well, I mean, to, lots really of, I mean, there's a lot. I
1: mean, I went like you know, I've, I've, I've done. Uh, about the only thing I haven't done. I have one Valkyrie to kill and that requires me to do more in like that mist area. Like that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And that area can be. Yeah. I mean, I like the idea of it, you know, I like kind of the in game stuff to it, but I mean, I guess I'll say that like the combat is, it's okay. Like it's good. I, I, I think, um, there's some things I really enjoy. Like, actually having the different abilities and stuff like that, and then bringing in different builds. Yeah. Uh, with that, kind of, like, suitable. It's like, it's not... I don't think it's that important, but, you know, you can go, like, full runic, do, like, more elemental damage and more runic attacks, or just go, like, straight straight attack damage,
0: which... Right, um, right. <clears throat> I, I do think that's super cool. I feel like sometimes what I was getting frustrated with was I I do like the over the shoulder camera for a lot of the parts of that game. But sometimes it almost felt like it was limiting your um, your movement and just like your overall breathability in combat and climbing stuff. It's like, okay, the over the shoulder Resident Evil camera is really good for creating atmosphere and just it's a really good position to be in um, for for something like that. But like when you have something like the Batman Arkham games, it does that until it needs to pull back. And then it and then it kind of like pulls your character back and gives you more of an open camera angle to work with. And yeah, yeah, I'm not really sure why. They didn't do that for
1: right, like like when you're climbing, you know, why wouldn't they pull back the camera more? because, because there's are, a lot of that
0: weird pivoting where, like, you don't, you can turn around on a dime, but, like, you're, you're turning, you're almost, like, turning the camera instead of turning the character. And sometimes that can feel weird.
1: Yeah. It uh, it does. Uh, mm-hmm. like, and then I feel like they didn't pull any punches with, like, the actual lore for a lot of these. Um, yeah, like a Nordic. I, I, yeah, Nor- uh, Nordic. Nordic gods.
0: Norse gods, whatever. Yeah,
1: yeah there we go yeah um uh and, and by that you know i mean they did they just bring in a lot of like the tales and the and the actual names but then you know they kind of spin it to fit their own narrative in a in a very like believable all fantasy but a believable sort of way
0: Yeah, they um, almost make everything a little more grotesque like right. you get this opinion of these Powerful gods yeah yeah but it's like yeah they're dicks and they do awful things and look at how this landscape has been shaped by that um, right so and that's I, really cool. I, I
1: you know and that I, that's always been like a um uh, that's always i guess been a plot device for the series as a whole but i really feel like they started to mainly hone in on you know this whole revenge i'm the God of War. I'm um, angry, Kratos. Er, bullshit. Yeah, which yeah. They, in this, I, I feel like they drove it more towards like, well, of course, the main the main thing is the journey, and quite frankly, a beautiful journey of man and his son, right? But you know, all this stuff going around, uh, going on around like these characters' journeys is gods or dicks
0: it it feels more like a story it feels more like yeah. a, a an actual thought out story with some emotion versus like an edge lord beat off fest yeah <laughs> it's just yeah, like nah. over the top action and and you know kratos being a dick um like, God. you actually kind of care about him in this one. It's like, yeah, he's yeah, a dick, but I do, yeah, but there's something going on there. <laughs> no, I, but it
1: it like works. Uh, yeah, and again, yeah. uh, I don't remember his name now, but it's totally Teal from Stargate. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah the, and I boomy voice. It's such a good goddamn job doing yeah. Kratos like a like an angry father, Kratos here
0: i i almost had a moment when i was going through that game where i wished the other stuff didn't exist because he's so awful in the previous games that you have to it, it's almost like you have to suspend your disbelief it's like okay i have to forget that this guy was like literally a mass murderer yeah i was really trying to
1: think it's like why did i i you going in like straight from the beginning because they don't necessarily say anything i kind of just wish they'd you know redid like his whole like backstory Um, yeah and i guess they don't go necessarily into any specific details
0: they leave it pretty ambiguous it's like clearly some horrible shit happened and i think it's important that he has all these lessons it's just it's hard to forget how extreme the previous games were with that
1: right yeah so i i think it would have been i don't know they, I do like how they just they left it open. Like they didn't leave it specific. It's kind of like, well, these things happen, but you know, like how how much of it happened? You know, did he did he kill his you know his whole wife and in, in first child and he's covered in their ashes or whatever the original story was. Yeah. It's definitely
0: know. a reboot, but it's the challenge of working with an IP. It's just you know, yeah, if you're making something that I I think definitely surpasses the previous. Iterations. Um, it's challenging. It's challenging to have that kind of hitched on the back of the wagon.
1: Well, and, and while we're talking about world building, uh, the level design too is insane to me. Yeah. Like the, yeah. the, the verticality of it all, with the, like all, like literally kudos to that team I know. for making that map and just to build things up in different layers that is covered by like water most of the time
0: yeah but it it has that um it has that old adventure game style of like it's changing over time and so the landscape you're in isn't necessarily the most sprawling open world i'd call it like a pseudo open world it's almost like a hub um But it it develops as the story progresses. And so stuff that you see in the end of the game, it's it's on like a slightly different landscape than before. Like the water level is a little higher. Kind of reminds me of how they do like a Zelda game.
1: A little bit lower. But yeah.
0: Yeah, Uh, lower. Um, And then the way they do that bridge between the dimensions is. Yeah, I when I frost. Yeah, that Uh, blew me away. I was like, oh, I did not expect this.
1: (laughs) Yeah, me either. It's like I I wanted to see I wanted to see more. But at the same time, it it was the right size.
0: yeah how are you gonna it would have been so much game and the stuff that they they do it well by um introducing it as like oh some of the areas are more like challenge run focused where you know it's there to build levels or it's there to try and beat the hardest parts of the game and stuff but it's not necessarily right. what you need to do to complete the story
1: i mean it's pseudo open world but there's just there's so much stuff it feels like there's so much stuff. I mean, towards the like, obviously I said, you know, I beat it and I've collected more than half the stuff easy, like 80% at least, but it, it, def- it didn't feel, it didn't feel small. Like it never once did the game ever feel small.
0: To me. No, no. Especially when you get to those really crazy moments where, you know, like you're climbing to the top of the mountain and trying to uncover the big mystery of what's going on here.
1: It also, does like <laughs> there really is a lot of stuff? I think the game does like amazingly well that other games should look at. Like speaking of like the lore and the world building and all that stuff, just you know the tales that you hear just while you're like traveling, you know, I like stop. I mean, for one, kudos to them for putting in the ability to just like if you interrupt one of these uh, one of these story pieces. Um, or lore pieces it'll actually bring back up the conversation which is awesome but you know i would definitely like stop and just like
0: finish listening to it because it was it it was enjoyable yeah no it really was um and the dwarves were effing and that's that's the way i want exposition and like that's the way you do oh yeah because i'm not the biggest fan of like a um a, a text log or something that you'd find so welcome back everyone to the nerding grounds podcast this is a weekly show where we discuss new and old video games and recently have been running a tournament bracket for video games from the early 2000s that's quite the long preamble but we are here and we're ready to talk about old games from our childhood and bias is definitely not going to be a problem definitely not <laughs> the first matchup of tonight is going to be match twenty-three: The Legend of Zelda: Majora's Mask versus Dragon Quest Eight.
1: I don't know. I, I, you know, I guess I'll start here with Majora's Mask because I don't have much to say, right? I felt like coming coming out of Ocarina of Time. It it, it was almost it's it's a Oblivion Skyrim situation, right?
0: Yeah, I would agree
1: it doesn't matter if it was a good game it was an offering of time
0: it wasn't yeah well it was such a sacred game to us that anything that diverged too far uh, here comes the bias already i i lied right up front at the beginning of the podcast (laughs) oh i i i
1: just assumed you were being sarcastic
0: (laughs) what are you talking about no but i i mean i totally agree it's and I've played it since and I think it's a good game. Um, it's still a little obtuse for my liking. There's a lot of I'm not very good at at, a, at the whole repeated cycles and time management thing. It, it, it breaks hard. my brain. Yeah, um, that's like I hated that. So yeah, much. I like to take my time. That being said, I think it's a really, really good Zelda.
1: Yeah, there are aspects that I thought were super awesome. Like, you know, the, whole, the mask right um but man what a weird game
0: yeah and the story the story elements to it were fantastic it was really good um yeah I just I don't think we're the two that are going to be like the Majora's Mask you know fanatics and and those people absolutely exist and I respect that but it's just I think you can tell from like our previous tournament that we're probably leaning more on the Ocarina of Time side. Yeah, um, while Dragon Quest Eight is one of my favorite JRPGs I was about of to say, all time, and, and then there's,
1: and then there's Dragon Quest Eight, arguably, you know, one of the best
0: JRPGs uh, it's of all so time. So freaking good. Definitely,
1: I mean, arguably the best freaking Dragon Quest of all time.
0: I I would still hold it as the best Dragon Quest.
1: Yeah, I don't know. There was something about eight, right? Uh, it's just.
0: It was. It was. It was perfect. It's like you a know? warm, fuzzy hug of a of an RPG,
2: right? we like and, I mean, other
0: JRPGs can be just depressing shitfests. This one's just like, hey, everything's nice and colorful and cheery, and these characters are delightful, and it's it's dark, but it's fine. Yeah,
1: you know, and somehow I found it to be less monotonous than more current dragon quest titles right? sure, sure like i don't i don't know what it is that made me play the, the you know the evolution crap out of eight as opposed to i mean i've played a lot of it's 12 right
0: uh, what are we on? Uh, 11 11 11 yeah um yeah 11 but, almost captured exactly what 8 did for me right. but not i still quite. haven't beat 11. Yeah, me um, neither. Um, I'm like probably 80 hours in that game too,
1: which I did a lot, you know, I don't
0: know, but I think every, they, they did such a good job at making every area, every town that you went to so just drastically different and just nice to explore and the side quests that were there felt less like manufactured okay you got to a new town here's five side quests on the map go do them and more just like you naturally would run into those side quests as you were doing the main story um and then the combat i, I just i love i love the way that you put points into weapon types and leveled that up along with your character's core um you know core skills and stuff
1: i guess the current rendition seems a little simplistic. I guess it's always been that, but I don't know. It felt like a little bit like it, 8 felt like it had a little bit more going for it in that sense. I don't know why. Maybe because it was a little bit more oh, No, I don't I don't even know. That,
0: maybe it's just I think it was the skills you unlocked as you were leveling up versus right. the skill tree in 11 can sometimes feel yeah, like a like you took Final Fantasy 12 and you 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 like simplified it and narrowed it down or something right um which i don't hate but after a while it almost feels like you're not getting anything new or exciting where in eight it's like oh my god i just got this new freaking spear skill and it's awesome um and weapon and item hunting in that game were fantastic like i that was one of those i had a guidebook and i flipped through everything and i found all of the the best weapons and i leveled up everything and i got all the way through the monster arena to the end and all that stuff
1: and all the the monster collecting too oh yeah i don't know i kind of feel like yeah i mean that stuff just seems lacking
0: in other titles i don't know why and a lot of them are like handhelds so i'd say eight and eleven Were the only really big console, like home console ones. Everything else is kind of like 3DS or DS or, um, way back on the SNES and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's not to say that I don't like some of these other ones. Um, but yeah, eight point is eight was great. It was really great. Eight was great. I, you know, I mean. I, yeah, it's it's gonna be an eight. Dragon Quest eight for me as opposed to Majora's Mass for sure.
0: Same here. Oh and also the music, my God. <laughs> music in that game is so good. Yeah. I still yeah. Uh, that's that's one of those soundtracks that I'll put on when I'm doing work or setting or something.
1: I think the series as a whole has, you know. Good art style and good music especially when it's orchestrated not
0: digital trash yeah that was such a weird thing with 11 that like really held down an otherwise good rpg and i felt like there wasn't a lot of jrpgs at the time when 11 came out but they just released it with so many exclusions and then they did that special edition and that's when i really got into that game but yeah the the midi tone music was a bummer and some of the other things, but it's gonna be eight for me, dog. I'm talking about 11 talking about eight, eight. Good game. Doop, 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 and eight is going to advance unanimously, which I guess everything has to at this point. <laughs> um, Next, we're going into match 24 and we have Dragon Age Origins. Versus Metal Gear Solid Three Snake Eater.
1: Uh, so I really like, I guess, that style of game that Dragon Age Origins is. I, yeah. I especially feel like it. It it simplified a lot of the things that you find in other parts of uh, other other like uh, Boulder's Gate
0: and fantasy RPGs and stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, some of them can be get, get a little bit, like, I don't know. Well, hard for one,
0: right? Really hard and then just really bloated yep. with nonsense and just, like... Because, I mean, when you, really, when you really look at Dragon Age Origins, if you pull the camera back, it's an isometric RPG. Like, that's yeah. pretty much how it's set up. Oh, absolutely. Um, but they streamline it by having the zones it's it's less exploration and more just like zones like there are times when you cross a map and you just get pulled into a dialogue because you know you you hit the right point or something in the story and so everything felt like it it just had a forward momentum um and so you weren't constantly bogged down with just a thousand ways to go and a thousand quests to do and all this stuff and yeah, yeah it felt it felt very streamlined
1: it did it was a very good game um and it also like it was it was kind of crazy how when you think about how like big it was for the style of game that it is like it was pretty popular
0: right uh, it was well, yeah well i think mass effect really helped that out yeah true um and even mainstream audiences were ready to go with anything bioware released
1: that's true and they were they were so hot circa 2009
0: Two thousand eight, two thousand nine. I think this was two thousand nine because I think Mass Effect was two thousand eight. Um, it makes
1: you, uh, it makes you wonder some of the
0: questionable choices. I think it makes a lot of people wonder because Bioware really shot the bed in a lot of ways. They chased that, uh, that live service train, and it did not go well.
1: Yeah,
0: no, not at all. I don't think that's ever where they should have been putting their time. But the suits will make the choices, I suppose.
1: Yeah, pretty much um, poor ones.
0: Yeah, but you no, know, this was this was such a, co- a good just partner to Mass Effect. It's like, all right, we got we got the sci fi one, and now we have the fantasy RPG thing going on. And it was story first, and I think that's what made it work because a lot of those CRPGs that I'll play, the thing that really just causes fatigue sometimes is just going through endless dialogue trees. And I feel like I'm like, I can't, like, I, I love reading and I love story and games, but oh my God, stop talking. I want to go kill something. I know. <laughs> uh, no, and know. this doesn't ever seem to really weigh me down too much. Um, I don't know. They have a good balance.
1: They do. Uh, they did, right? They did. Through all the series. And then, you know, you throw in just some, I don't know, interesting combat set pieces right i suppose yeah. and uh i mean later on series i love some of the classes that they kind of invented but uh, yeah the
0: magic was always so cool yeah right like they finally made a a, a mage class that it, it was f- a tank yeah felt like yeah you could you could f- do some crazy shit with it instead of just being like a glass cannon in the back i uh, know right it's like let me sit back here and and throw like a rune of fire down and then raise spiders from the earth and then you know all these things at the same time and even the archery classes were cool with that kind of stuff too it was just a very creative way of going about combat like
1: the the thieves were fucking so
0: bursty and stuff yeah yeah but everybody felt unique um and that was what was really cool about it with which is kind of crazy when like I like the combat in Mass Effect, but it could sometimes feel a little sterile.
1: Oh yeah, because um, it is right.
0: It's it's shoot shoot, you know. Cover shooter with you know your your uh, weird bio <laughs> magic and stuff, and
1: yeah, the occasional magic. I mean, it it works for the series, you know. It a- uh, Mass Effect. I feel like it more is like those. Uh, you know, I'm kind of done with this combat. Let me go. Let me go back to the talking (laughs) and uh and uh, like the opposite of what you would normally want yeah yeah because it is more about the and the character development and the storylines the quest lines can actually be really good in that
0: game is there any chance that this beats out metal gear solid 3 for you
1: no god no (laughs) okay you know i just wanted to give it its due diligence i think it was like a good game right but uh
0: now you came in with some some real enthusiasm, and I was like, "Okay, yeah, I see what Matt's doing here." Well, for... yeah,
1: you know, like you know, hey, we we started off saying we're not uh, we're not
0: biased. We're gonna take it out to a nice dinner before we
1: <laughs> yeah. take it out back. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dragon. Shoot it right in the head, because oh there's no way in hell it's going up against Metal Gear Solid Three and winning. It's turned
0: into uh, a dark spawn.
1: Uh, the uh, yeah, I mean, Metal Gear Solid Three, eh, eh, you know, it's 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 another Metal Gear Solid. But what with, a cool fucking game! Yeah, with, I mean, just cool. You know, like I said, we were saying about four definitely came from three. It was just like a huge absolute advancement, <laughs> and I guess the series. It was it was wasn't open, but. I I mean you're in this jungle. I talk, talk about it like another like good level design. Cause it, it does feel as open as it needs to be. Definitely a lot bigger than it felt a lot bigger than the first two, even though two's pretty big, right? But two, yeah, I feel I, like there's a lot of like well two and one, there's a lot of backtracking, but two, there's a lot of backtracking and it's and it's just in a bigger landscape.
0: Yeah, it it is. And I, and I think like two Two is you know you're basically on the the oil rig and you're going between rooms and a lot of the stuff looks the same, but they still manage to keep it fresh but in three, it's like a I don't know a large part of that game it's it's jungle camouflage and warfare and then and environments like that, but you're going to these old decrepit buildings, you're going to like a lab at some point um. You go through these like sewer systems, mines like you just kind of travel all over the place in this really aggressive action set piece of like, you know, it's it's almost got like an eighties action movie thing going on yeah, where does. you could you could sub in Schwarzenegger or Stallone um, you know, doing all this stuff. Right. But yeah, it- I mean it's it asks the question, what if you spent just as much time watching cutscenes as you did in your menus changing camouflage? <laughs> and it was fun.
1: Yeah, it turns out like an excessive amount of time doing it and it, it's it's a wonderful journey all the way through.
0: Yeah, it's like before you go into this next area. And don't forget about
1: your face paint
0: too, right? Yeah, your There's face paint and don't forget don't forget about removing your wounds and applying the right ointments and bandages. How cool was all of that, right? Like that's still that's still, I don't know. So many, like a game tries to do things
1: like that and it's just freaking boring.
0: Well, they but... made it look and sound cool too with like the way the menus were set up and just how the the x-ray focused in on your different body parts. I'm sure there's a group of people that didn't like that shit and oh, yeah. it see it as more of a hindrance than an actual fun game gameplay mechanic. But like where we were talking about how we can really get dried out by just endless dialogue trees it's like you and i can sit in a menu like that if it's stylized well and do the most mundane shit yeah. but as, as long as it's stylized uh, well and yeah it, you know, yeah like, adds to, like character
1: kudos to the the UI UX designers there right because for so much so much shit it is organized. like I never remember I one hundred percent and the type of person think it will get super frustrated if if basically like UIs are are garbage. oh if it's just uh, yeah, if
0: it's hard to navigate and do looking that at stuff, you overwatch too, looking uh, at you Skyrim,
1: <laughs> yeah, oh oh, dear Lord, like <laughs> what what you That's just like a like a file dump that you got to go searching through. People had to mod it. it. <laughs> yeah no
0: (laughs) bring in the oblivion format
1: i'm I'm angry about it to be honest (laughs) but you know what i was never once frustrated playing Metal gear Solid three
2: um and
1: then the story i mean i feel like it might have been some people's first first entry into the series which it's definitely not a bad first uh entry but it you know it it tells a lot of the backstory and how uh i guess a lot of things kind of came to be Mm -hmm. um
0: so yeah it's I mean, a prequel it, it's, that it's a prequel that kind of still requires modern like more current knowledge it, it's not a f- it's not a prequel in the sense that you can just like you can play it but you're likely going to be missing out on some some some, w- some winks and nods
1: yeah
0: or a lot of them right but i know people that picked that one up because it was on the playstation 2 and it was just <laughs> it was around the time people were getting really into like i feel like the um was it Ghost Recon or the Tom Clancy? Any Tom Clancy game that would come out on PlayStation, and this was closer to that warfare style thing. Yeah, and so maybe it was a little more approachable for some people. It
1: definitely did have like, while two did have like definitely more action. Three, very much so, felt like the game that you could just go in and just run and gun if you want. You know. Well, and yeah, you, you had you, so
0: much firepower yeah just a ton but, but
1: it was, damn, very it was
0: fun to optimize that gear and just be like i'm invisible
1: hey and let's not talk about climbing up the largest ladder known to man what with a that thrill. Awesome thrill, like james bond-esque soundtrack life,
0: <laughs> yes that's the yes, one And <laughs> <laughs> still every time um
1: like Donkey five goddamn minutes <laughs> through climbing up that ladder.
0: Every time fun has an opportunity, he'll throw one of those in his videos, where if a character's climbing a ladder, <laughs> he just puts a song over it, it. It gets me every time. Um, But yeah. <laughs> it's it's a good game. Um, it is. Very good game. I, Snake Eater, I was going to say Snake Eater, was, that was where I feel like I really... So in two, I definitely experimented more with the combat. But three, I was like, oh, my God, I can do so many things. And to this day, that's my favorite thing to do in a Metal Gear Solid game is find every possible way I can approach an encounter and all of the different variations of button presses you can do to, like, hold someone up or shake them out and rob them or put them to sleep and hide, like, 20 bodies in one area. (laughs) I, uh is good that's, that.
1: that's that's metal gear right it's i it's games that you can play countless times and just do different things and still have fun uh yeah i definitely yeah. haven't played three in a while like a very long time i need i need to play it
0: again for sure i actually might download that on my emulator i think that'd be really fun handheld I've ne- like the last time i tried to play three handheld was that 3ds one and oh my god that is not a good way to play that game no I don't know then, if you tried.
1: I probably right because like if a Metal Gear comes out in any form, I I buy it for whatever like wasteful reason. But you know, yeah, I, I have it in, in numerous different forms.
0: But it's like, what if we took Metal Gear Solid Three and we made the controls almost unusable? <laughs> it's kind of kind of kills it. And, well, you know, Konami, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so Metal Gear Solid 3 is going to go on. And so are we to Match 25, Spider-Man 2 versus Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire.
1: I don't think I played Spider-Man 2. I feel that like was a the lot
0: GameCube people, one.
1: I <laughs> feel like a lot of people like that.
0: It uh, bef- I, <laughs> A lot of people will still say, until Spider-Man... On the PS4 came out. This was the, this was like the benchmark Spider-Man game. They did open world right. They did the web swinging right, where your webs attached to buildings, and the combat was decent enough. But like, it was just the way you do a Spider-Man game, and no one really captured that until the 2018 one. Isn't that kind of sad? It is, and there's been like. There's been so many. There's been like in the double digits of Spider Man releases for video games. And I know there are some that a lot of people hold dear. And like some people like, I don't know, like Ultimate Spider Man or Web of Shadows or something more than two. I can't remember exactly. There's some
1: Spider Man game that I played that I did like. I don't know if it was Spider Man two, though. Was there one in like Xbox Air? What was that? Like 360?
0: Oh. Might have been around then, yeah. Well, like they never stopped releasing them. Um, yeah, pretty much. I don't know. I it might have been Web of Shadows.
1: It could have been. Like it might. I mean, that sounds about right, right? I just know there was like when I played randomly. Well, I'm just not.
0: There was know, the I amazing. Never... There was the amazing Spider-Man ones that came out, and they were a little more. Uh, I don't know. I, it's it's one of those things that you can find like twenty thousand articles, and each of them is gonna be like ranking them in different ways, and it's it's kind of a rabbit hole you wouldn't expect. Like the
1: movies themselves,
0: yeah, exactly. You know, you're either, you know, you either like the Tom Holland ones or you were born in the '90s and you like the Tobey Maguire ones, because Spider Man Two is still one of the best comic book movies ever put to film. Yeah, but I like Tom Holland. I like him too. I think they're better movies in a lot of ways, but did. Spider-Man two will always be important to me just because I was the right age when it came out.
1: Yeah, I guess so. I just, it's very hard for me to forget Spider-Man three. Like I, <laughs> I just, I, I, the, it, that whole series stained
0: for me f- like forever. It um, was, it was the biggest troll move I've ever <laughs> experienced
1: yeah like ridiculous uh, I mean, and oh there are God. people that tried to Rame or make whatever what he is, yeah. is yeah
0: yeah it was it was a big case of like studio interference like looking back um because <laughs> he even i i think i i remember hearing a story about someone being in the theater on premiere night and sam raimi was in the front row and he was just kind of like fuck like he knew what was it was going on. <laughs> that it was like,
1: absolute garbage. And I, why, do I I have like, to,
0: why do I have to watch this? <laughs> I
1: don't know. But then he made Doctor Strange, you know, in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, yeah.
2: And uh, that makes me good.
1: think. he. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, but why the hell did he pick that series to just have so many of his, like... His Ramiisms? Yeah, and just like his his nods to his work specifically. It was kind of like, like there's some aspects of that movie I liked and there's other aspects I
0: absolutely hated. I would agree with that. Like some stuff felt a little clunky. Like cheesy, Um, right? Yeah, yeah. No, there was definitely stuff. Like a lot of weird exposition moments. But there was was parts where I was just like, well, this is a really cool thing. There was a lot of cool things to put in a Marvel movie and I wish more directors were able to do that with Marvel. Because, man, they, everything just became the same movie
1: after a while. Well, pretty much that's, that's what was working.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and now, now it's like,
1: like, okay, and I'm, and I'm sorry, because we're going way off the rails here, but, (laughs) uh, Love and Thunder, there's some parts that I really, really loved about that movie and other parts that were kind of like cheesy
0: yeah there were there were a lot of, parts I mean, of even Love and some of the cheesy
1: that. parts were like kind of like like i don't mind the whole children of thor you know fucking
0: shit up scene, i don't either right? yeah that didn't really like it me. was it was it was cheesy but it was wholesome in a way i don't know but some of the times the actors were delivering jokes and it was so obviously a line delivery that i was just like i know Ragnarok was so much more organic than this.
1: I, I know. I, I don't know. I you know, I just kind of feel like they lost the magic a little bit because there's no yeah. there's no big picture.
0: Well, how in Ragnarok do you have a character like Scourge where he's like, Look, this is my stuff, and he's like holding up uh, assault rifles with like and talking about Texas. Uh, yeah. and how <laughs> can you have that and that's perfect? And then for some um, reason people are making jokes in this one, and you're like I, I feel like you guys don't really feel good about these. Jokes.
1: Yeah. Like they were four. Also, how many
0: times are these goats going to scream?
1: Uh, <laughs> funny the first two times. And it's like, Oh, Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah. What
1: were we talking? About? Oh yeah. Oh my God. What just wow. happened? We're uh, a movie. We're a movie podcast. Now. My head hurts. Where did we go? We were, we're nerd culture period. All right. And, but yeah, Spider-Man two, the video game. I, you know, I I I'll let you like talk about this if we really want to at this point, uh. But I don't have much to say now. It's Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire, it's randomly one of my favorite Pokemon games, right? And yeah. there's one thing like it's, that they still have not hit on that I've seen that I've been even get to, I guess. Um, it, it's a a more of a story element, right? Or at least one this that I w- care this about.
0: This was stronger with the, you know, uh, the terrorist team.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, let's, let's not do the old Team Rocket thing. Let's, yeah, bring in.
0: Let's do a terrorism. Yeah. I don't know. No, I, I with with it. it was interesting, right? For a Pokemon. Well, game. for an RPG, you know, it's like that. That's that, I think that's why I never really saw Pokemon as a JRPG before this one. Was because they weren't really going hard with a story, and yeah, that's
1: no. yeah, you're right. That's which part is of the it. point, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, having said, it never grabbed me for some reason. I think I was too invested in silver and gold.
1: I, I feel that. I kind of feel how that's how it was for like a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It it randomly grabbed me, and it didn't at first either. It's something that I picked up later on. I was like, yeah, okay, this is actually like
0: good well i didn't i didn't even get to the whole thing until um i got alpha sapphire the the 3ds one right remake and that was good and that's when i was kind of like okay yeah i see what's going on here this is this is a good game right it is um so
1: i mean i would definitely go with pokemon ruby and sapphire here but you know
0: I I definitely say I'd hold Spider-Man Two higher. Like that's definitely the game I would pick. But I like Ruby and Sapphire enough. I think I think we're leaning like collectively. I think we're leaning that way. Since I don't think you have much affinity for Spider-Man Two.
1: No, I don't. Which I mean is kind of unfortunate when we're sitting there like ranking these. Things. But I, I well, would say yeah. it'd be for like Spider-Man Almost any you know superhero games that there's just something about them that's they're good like I like the Batman series, the Arkham series uh
0: but, but you're not like a die-hard Batman fan the way yeah, like right. I am yeah, exactly. and Spider-Man fan the way I am and so like it doesn't so I like to turn those games on just to exist in those worlds much less like play with the fun combat and travel mechanics and stuff which
1: I, I think is the point for a lot of people
0: yeah, it's kind of like a fantasy situation. Um, and what I will say is probably a mark against it. I don't know that if you turned on both of these games today for the first time, I think Spider-Man Two would show a lot of age. And I think I don't know that you would be like, "Oh, this is awesome" as much as you would say with Ruby and Sapphire. Right. Versus like turning on the new Spider-Man and seeing how impressive that is. Like at the time, Spider-Man Two was just really fun and impressive, but it's also kind of a a it's a sparse game and you can definitely see like the repeated objectives and the world is a little empty but that's what an open world game looked like in the gamecube era i guess
1: oh yeah definitely Um, there just wasn't enough space
0: (laughs) right so i think for those reasons i would i would would jump on ruby and sapphire with you so that's good ruby and sapphire is going to move on always have to have a pokemon at the top even though we don't play pokemon that much no but it's that, really no, like spoilers
1: ruby and sapphire was the last one that i've ever beaten
0: right uh that and was I, the last one i beat until x and y uh, and i uh or x whatever and then i beat that one i, I still wish- haven't beaten sword <laughs>
1: I know. I, I really just wish I liked them more than I do. I don't know. It, it's just, so I want to, and I think that's just what it comes down to. It like okay, like okay, Pokemon combat is it, very monotonous, extremely. Uh,
0: I've always point. felt like it was just the same game over and over again. It is.
1: So you got to give me something. That, yeah. makes it, that makes it makes it different, and not just like little like quirky mechanics. For- no. And when it
0: came to sword and I was like, I'm still going through roots and fighting trainers and catching the same God. Like, I know that that's the point, And people are, are more interested in the stats and whatever, like diehard fans are more interested in the stats and the evolutions and, and the combat and stuff. But like, like small changes, but, oh my God, like I want to play it for the game and the progression. Yeah yeah give me a game when know? I'm fighting three trainers on route forty five I'm like, I am playing the same game. in <laughs> oh fact give God. me give me give me a game a
1: game with like a decent storyline to drive me through and then, hey, if you want to throw in an elite four that will like absolutely kick my ass up and down if I don't go and min max, that's fine by me. That's perfect. That's a game
0: right well, that's, that's a dynamic a- you know you can yeah. you can approach and say like, okay, I have to beat this now, but but not let me go
1: and
0: just, I don't know. Yeah. Not completely no, shit those. on Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> you are fucked, Ruby and Sapphire. You're not making it to round three.
1: Rob people of their money in the, in the wilderness.
0: Yeah, I don't think anybody's like um, surprised that the whole take of Pokemon is just the same game over and over again. I think a lot of people understand that. Yeah. Um. You know. All right. Shame. Yep. 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 Okay. Well, this next one might be cool. Violet and whatever. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. There's some interesting things, right? Uh, they're they're
1: they're clearly pushing some boundaries and experimenting with a lot of things. But uh, I feel like Sexually. come on. Well, yeah. I mean, always. But <laughs> uh, you know, do do things like what is it, Arceus or? The last one that came out.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Like something completely different.
1: Yeah, but make that like a fully fleshed out Pokemon title, not whatever yeah, it, was, it
0: was. That was a kind of that was what kind of kept me away from finally exploring that one. Like I still want to check it out, but from what I've seen, I'm like, I think I would get bored of this pretty fast. Yep. Yeah, but I like that they did something different. Me too. Um anyway, I'm excited about this next matchup. For some reason, Um, because I think just because it's so different than what we it is different. It's
1: interesting, right? It's it's actually a good matchup here,
0: I think. So, match twenty six we have Call of Duty Modern Warfare two, the original Modern Warfare two, not the one that's coming out now, (laughs) versus Dead Space. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Mm -mm -mm. I feel Uh, like
1: uh, so. Call of Duty Warfare 2. I mean, that is that that brings home a lot of memories for a lot of people. I personally absolutely loved Modern Warfare, the first one, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. But
1: Modern Warfare 2 is kind of the pinnacle of, of like, Modern Warfare,
0: right? I think this was the last great Call of Duty campaign for me. Yeah, uh, right? Because it, it, it was still good. <laughs> like, it back was, when that was a thing, like... Well, Modern Warfare, like the remake or not remake, but the reboot from a couple of years back, that campaign was decent, but this one was, I can't tell you how many times I played through this campaign just because it was so fun.
1: It was, it was very fun. I actually had an old countdown clock from, from GameStop.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah the game you got the released. whole, uh, Xbox and shit too, Yeah.
1: Huh? yeah Cause, uh, well, it. That's just what I bought. I, not that I'm like a huge Call of Duty fan, but uh, I do have a Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Xbox.
0: We got enemy troops running to the burger town. It was
1: good times. Fun. <laughs> really started to bring you know, the well, Modern Warfare in, in general, but Modern Warfare 2 especially, I think, brought A lot of people into the online multiplayer world right like kind of part of how like what games are really going to aim for and set the benchmark
0: what was an alternative to halo which at the time that was the online game and i mean the call of duties were kind of running that at that but by the time they got to modern warfare modern warfare 2 it was just like that's what you played online i guess yep um that being said, I still love the campaign and the multiplayer co-op modes. Very good.
1: They yeah, were good. With the spec
0: well,
1: options yeah. very um. What's the word I'm looking for? Very inspired.
0: Yeah, and I I really think that's that's gone. Oh, <laughs> I think, absolutely. I think in this age of battle passes, you know, we're we're done with that. It's oh. it's about it's about evergreen content and war zone and stuff and that's fine if, if people love that but that is you're you're kind of done with the the good shooter campaign i think at this stage
1: yeah obviously yeah i mean yeah i mean nobody nobody really particularly cares about that right probably no, I mean, look, what,
0: would... look what fucking happened to titanfall 2. Oh,
1: like, I that, know.
0: that game didn't do good online but people are still anytime it goes on sale it's like Four dollars. People like buy that game and beat that campaign because it's so good. And it's true. And I did that like two years ago, and I was like, oh my God, it's true. This is excellent.
1: Well, I mean, those guys definitely know how to build a build a universe, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, respawn kind of gets that whole inspired uh creativity when it comes to that. I mean, I really love what they did with Star Wars and yeah, Titanfall. I didn't even realize Titanfall had that going for it until that game was already dead, pretty much. But Modern Warfare it XIII could have really been cool. so
2: much more.
1: But hey, one day, one day we'll get a really kick ass mech game. Get on the roof of the burger town. And then Dead Space. My God, Dead <laughs> Space. Dead Space. And, uh... dead Space is real good. Dead Space is real good. It was kind of like a field, right? Like, I never expected to like Dead Space. I didn't even realize, you know, I think at this point, I stayed away from, like, anything scary in life. Like, I still won't watch scary movies, you know that. I sure as hell ain't about to go to a haunted house. Uh, screw no, you, no. if you think
0: I am. Um, That's always been our, our our um divergence. It's like, whenever I was going to do that stuff, you're like, well, I'll see you later. <laughs>
1: Don't well, don't don't like it.
0: <laughs> don't. As well, much as I love it, you hate it. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind it's of been what it
1: like it's like. Yes, it will scare the crap out of me, and I don't find enjoyment in that. But with games, though, games are a different story, right? And maybe it's, it's just because it's I can so you know interesting. I can blow off the limbs, of the scariest crap that's yeah, it, it, that's coming after me. But it is extremely interesting. Um, I've
0: always wanted to get to the root of that because you know. You ask most people what they find more harrowing, a scary movie or a game, they're going to say game because being immersed and having to like make the choices, like having to, you know, watching somebody go into a room where they're gonna get an ax through the face and it's obvious, it's like, uh, it's like, it, it sucks to watch, but but having to control that movement and knowing something terrible is about to happen, some people can't get over that, but I don't know. So I really, it, it 100% is just control about me.
1: And then it comes down to like simple things. Like I I can pause, I can pause and walk away. Like, right. Yeah, like yeah. I may not do that. Or I may like, I'd be like, oh, fuck this. Like, I don't want to do this right now. I'll come back to it. Right. Uh, yeah. a <laughs> in, in a movie, well, you know, it's like I. Yeah, I'm probably watching it with somebody. I was, gonna, I was
0: gonna say you're probably in like a group.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I can't I can't really pause it without disrupting everybody's uh, experience, and uh, uh, or you know I'm not gonna walk out of a movie theater.
0: Yeah, no 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 freak watches scary movies alone. Like I yeah. definitely don't. Do that.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's weird. <laughs> uh so right, but you know I play scary games alone, and I I can do whatever I want, right? I mean, I suppose I could watch scary movies by myself, just pause them whenever. But then I also find like my mind. Wow, we're really getting off today, especially with whatever. like movies. But uh... hey, it's October. You're right, you're right. Topical. Yeah. I I feel like with uh, uh, my my mind can completely dissociate with like video games, right? I mean, as immersive, as immersive the, as they are. Of a medium, I,
0: I it just always very much so is a game to me. You can um, see the mechanisms at in yeah. you know, working. Yeah, and
1: maybe you know, maybe because that is quite literally like I, you know, I I see all the mechanisms and what what you know what how it's made. That way, seven movie,
0: is so balls fucking scary, is because it's hard to see those mechanisms the first time you go through. It I just think, yeah. <laughs> It feels so like natural the way it 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 happens.
1: Yeah, and it's just very eerie. It's very like closed in. Like you feel very trapped.
0: Astrophobic.
1: Yeah, in like a good way, a good and very bad way. Uh, I, but you know, it's like I, you know, I played through the game, um, and it this doesn't so good. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't affect me like long term. Movies, like scary movies, will as they do yeah. like everybody. Like nobody, I don't think anybody likes to watch a scary movie and then go to sleep that night. But it's for me, it's like I don't I think about it for the next you know week, week to so. a month. There's some shit that I've seen in movies that I still think about. I'm like, uh like I, don't know. I, the, I think
0: I've saturated my brain so much at this point that I'm just it doesn't face me and it I you I'm you bro- become I'm broken.
1: <laughs> well you become descent desensitized.
0: That being said, there are certain things that still will really just sit with me. And I'm, yeah, like I'll find something every now and then. I don't like when stuff is like abusive and gore I, horror. like when, when it's stuff that I'm like, okay, this feels gross. <laughs> like this just feels evil. Um yeah no, yeah I have my limits like hostile. I hate the movie hostile
1: and pushing those boundaries just to just for the shock factor just
0: for the shock factor yeah it's like I don't want to watch you kill a bunch of women in like really weird circumstances this isn't fun uh, but yeah so Dead Space so Dead Our Space game. really
1: fucked up game <laughs> it is a really fucked up game very cool setting I love like I don't know the power suit right uh, even now it's like, it's, it's literally, you start off, you're, a you're a mechanic and uh, you know, an outer space ship mechanic and like the coolest, uh, mechanic suit of all. <clears throat> yeah. And um, that's
0: just, it's a really cool way to install like a different set of weaponry. It's like, you're not just using a bunch of guns. No, you're using like, like fusion cutters because yeah that's who your character is and it makes sense and, and so, it just
1: so happens to be like almost kind of a, a weakness to all the, yeah to all the enemies right like they don't it it is also like a first game with like shooting off limbs is advantageous for multiple reasons a it actually does more damage than like a headshot would generally speaking it, it can mm-hmm. also slow them down or not and they just crawl after
0: you um and In then you can use their way. limbs as weapons. Yeah. <laughs> Which cool. is my favorite thing to do, is to pin something to a wall with their own leg. Yeah,
1: it is, it is it's like
0: a cool thing to do. It's like Kratos' axe. It's just cool.
1: Right? It feels good.
0: It feels so good to <laughs> impale <laughs> things to the wall with their own legs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, I mean, was this one of the first that was... That kind of borrowing from Resident Evil Four style, like, wasn't this kind of the first one? I think,
1: yeah, it was probably like one of the first ones, and it's it's it it is a an example of how to feel very much so like your own game, right, and not yeah, just cheap yeah. sort of imitation. Uh, no, it's very Resident Evil Four. You know, playing it, you never you never like, oh, this is. Uh, Kind of just like Resident Evil Four, except for more action oriented or mothercrafted. No,
0: it's, people it, have done. it's built up in its yeah, in its very unique format. Yep. Um yeah, I, do
2: double yeah. What were you gonna say before that? I don't remember. Uh but yeah, I it is still kinda of tough. Like for me
1: I feel like it's dead space here, but I I don't know. You know, I hate to say, oh, it's Call of Duty. Cause I mean, at this point, I kind of just, I, I almost hate the series. No, um, I,
0: I totally know what you mean. Um,
1: but it is Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. It was very big. Um, I don't know if it's, it was like it, the splash was already made by Warfare 1, right? Like, yeah, it was yeah. already there. It was just, you know, uh, uh, the the next iteration of that, and a and what would be you know an ever going.
0: Yeah, yeah, and iteration. I mean, and I may have had like hours of fun playing through Modern Warfare Two, but it was almost like a. It was almost like a you know, a treat or like a Michael Bay film compared to something that I find really unique and creative.
1: Oh my god, that's a very
0: very. <laughs> Very, very good a metaphor or analogy. Yeah, so I mean I think that's what would carry me to Dead Space. Um as well. So I agree. All right.
1: So what are we going with?
0: Dead. Yeah,
1: I'll give it to Dead Space. If it was called you Morfair War on there, I would give that to that just because of, you
0: know. What it yeah. But impact again, me. But again it's like what you said. It's like I kinda hate what it did. Because it turned everything into a military shooter for like the next 15 years. Oh, it absolutely did.
1: No, I, yeah, I definitely did, but I can't deny it. the impact.
0: Yeah, no, it's, it, it was significant. Um, Damn, I want that Dead Space remake to be good. Or I want Callisto Protocol. I don't, I really don't care. I want one of them to be good. I want Either both or. of Yeah, both be would good. be cool, right? <laughs> but I, I mean, I think the idea that Callisto Protocol is something new. Is a little more exciting than just like a good Dead Space remake. And I'm still weird about remakes of games from like the 360 era. Sometimes it seems it, odd. Yeah, you know? sometimes it seems a little superfluous.
1: There's some things that I'm kind of like, oh, well, yeah, I mean, this would be kind of cool, but it's like, what, you know, what could they, what are we really changing? What are we upping here? I mean, not much.
0: That being said, I bet if you up, if you loaded up Dead Space One right now, you'd be like, oh my god yeah this needs some attention (laughs) (laughs) but yeah dead space is moving on (laughs) it's really funny that's going to be versing pokemon ruby i don't even know how to compare those two (laughs) just like these next two kind of sucks match 27 we have star wars knights of the old republic versus kingdom hearts kingdom hearts
1: yeah uh knights of the old republic like, was probably still is one of the biggest, like, out of left field games of all time. We're uh,
0: BioWare again as well.
1: We are. I, and I don't, well, I mean, I guess, yeah, I mean, it's the start of them doing everything that for a while they were fantastic at doing. Like, let's bring in these really cool, uh, story quest lines with, uh, I mean, maybe not even. Maybe a little bit generic, but uh, but just a uh, um, cool narrative,
0: right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and also doing something very original with Star Wars. Yeah, that, still very original that people love, right? Yeah, they just hadn't tapped into yet. It's like, you know, let's actually go back to where there was just Jedi everywhere. And, you know, and
1: let's actually take, you know, the isometric um I guess oh, what do we call the the you know things like Baldur's Gate? I, I don't know what we call those type of games.
0: Other than rpg ish, but I feel like CRPGs require a little more of a point and click. Yeah, thing. well, I mean, this it it played out a lot of like that,
1: but they added yeah. like kind of more action to it. Mm-hmm. You know, they
0: made it controller
1: friendly. They did, and it worked. It was weird. You know, it's it it very weird. like auto attacky. But it works. It works. Yeah, right yeah,
0: now. yeah, and and like, because <clears throat> I mean that's very similar to how Final Fantasy twelve. You know, we were talking about that a couple episodes yeah, ago can... or last episode. It's very similar to how that um, that auto attacking, but you know you're still building a character in a certain way, and you're interfering. Um, but yeah,
1: I almost feel like twelve. When I mean, we're looking at it, probably could have used like a little bit. Like you were just. <laughs> Oh, excuse me. You were just tapping uh tapping A, right? To kinda like initiate your attacks, but I don't mm-hmm. know. It it felt more more actiony. It Although, did.
0: Yeah, because you I think the way you interfered with certain skills was was a little bit more turn based, but not quite. And yeah, I just kinda gravitate toward that a little bit more. But I do I do like the whole this was the first time I think I was exposed to the whole light and dark side slider. Maybe yeah, not. The- Fable Fable was out, but this was a little more um
1: impactful I would think. Well, I it
0: know. was it was that with with um with dialogue trees. Right. So you were getting it a little more um it was a little less like dedicated to when you beat a quest you get points and it was more as you're talking, you're influencing how your character reacts to certain things. And that is a lot different than Fable. And that's what was cool about Mass Effect. And that's what was cool about Dragon Age and stuff. You know, that's what Bioware has always done really well.
1: Very well. Yeah, it's, um, it's just it had Bioware written all over it in Star Wars, right? And I mean, who doesn't like Star Wars? People that don't like Star Wars, that's who. But, you know. Yeah. We don't care about
0: those people. <laughs> no um and this is another remake that's coming out supposedly in the near future not near Yeah, i remember this hearing that probably still like two years off
1: and i wouldn't 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 mind that at all um, that would be cool yeah. that could definitely definitely needs but yeah i've been pretty sure that's been in the woodworks for a very long time now
0: yeah um I know because I, I was thinking about like picking this up on Switch because I was like that could be an interesting Switch game to play. That would that would be actually. Um, but then I was like, I don't know. I don't. There's a lot of time you got to sink into these games.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: But they Absolutely. are. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah.
1: And then you know, we have Kingdom Hearts.
0: Huh. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't have it in me. At least not here to vote against this game.
1: Yeah, I mean that that's that's not that's not gonna happen. I, you know, if we're talking about like runners-ups and not to just be it seems almost like stereotypical at this point to be a Kingdom Hearts fan, but I mean there's so many reasons why it, that game took the world by storm, right? And we were yeah, talking I mean, uh, I mean, it is it, it quintessentially uh, okay, let's say it is Final Fantasy and freaking Disney. You would have told me those two would work together like that? I mean, I probably would have believed you, but not as well as it turned out to be. Not no, and magical. I mean and I think
0: that this is the the truest iteration of that formula. Like they never really captured it again. They they know yeah, they had some of it and it was enough and but it eventually became more Kingdom Hearts than it became this mashup. In the first game, it really is this like showcasing of these IPs in a way that's just like, holy crap, this is crazy, and these worlds are, you know, really interestingly put together. um And I love the whole series, but there's just something wondrous about this first game. Yeah, there's nothing quite like the first, right? No, it takes (laughs) me back the second I loaded up to being freaking twelve years old. And in (laughs) my opinion, it's. It was just well, it was let less monotonous,
1: and it was setting. It was still a little monotonous, but it was kind of setting everything up. But I mean, every every
0: every area just felt I don't know perfect. It, yeah, just like you said, inspired earlier. It's yeah, everything, everything was just, and it there was monotony. There was jumps that took you five hundred tries to get. There were fights that were just hard for absolutely no reason, just like a random difficulty spike. Um. Very true. And just weird, clunky elements to the game that would cause me to say that Kingdom Hearts 2 is a better made game. But there, yeah, there's just something so, I don't know, just the foundation that's put here is just so strong. Uh, and it's before everything got fucky. Yeah, <laughs> so real, real fucky. You just have a nice, streamlined Kingdom Hearts story. I've never been so sure to this day that I would
1: like love a game before it came out. That like it was gonna be, like the next big thing in my life for you know. At least the following ten years. Um, That's true. Yeah, and, and I was I'm so very glad I was
0: true, um,
1: and I I, I I'm so very glad I was right. Yeah,
0: um, I mean, I, I remember seeing this on the Disney Channel commercials and just waiting and waiting and waiting and being. Like, I know I mean, it, this it was like looking? yeah,
1: <laughs> it was um antagonizing
0: yeah and then i I just like i remember where i was when i got it papa brought me to circuit city (laughs) pretty sure i said something about circuit city last time too (laughs) and i still have this freaking poster on my wall right behind me of this game cover ah i only have 358 slash two days oh and the, the poster yeah I just bought that on eBay because I realized I didn't own it anymore and I was like, Oh, that's not cool. I, like I mean,
1: but it's that's like expensive. Very expensive.
0: Yeah. I haven't even played it and I probably won't. Yeah, I know. I own it I mean, again.
1: Well, why would you? Oh yeah, to actually get all the story pieces
0: of the game. But then again, there's ah, that's what YouTube's for. Yeah. I have spent probably just as many hours on YouTube trying to make sure I understand all the story. I could have just played the games. Like, oh, and I have played the games, but I could have just played through them again. <laughs> and, uh,
1: on a different note, Bioware is having a very tough run on this list, right? Like, Mass Effect are, made it. Yeah, but I mean, we're talking about two, two great games, right? Just, it's no competition here. Like, it's Kingdom Hearts, yeah. 100%. Just like it was Metal Gear Solid Three. I know. And we could probably talk about that game forever, but you know we'll save it for later. We
0: will. We will. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts advances. Match twenty-eight. Super Smash Bros. Brawl versus Beautiful Joe. What a weird thing. Um, we sort of talked about Brawl when we talked about Melee. It's definitely, I, I, it's, it's, it's. Just
1: because of like the time period, right? For us, yeah. It is a part of the series that I played. You know, one of the most like, I played melee a good bit, but I, I we definitely played brawl like so much,
0: and I had a lot. Of brawl fun. was the part. Brawl was the party game.
1: Yeah, it was super super clunky, but I mean, it brought in a lot of cool things like Smash Balls and Solid Snake and, and Sonic and you know
0: characters that I love for sure. And it gave uh, everybody like a little bit of weight back from melee. Um, yeah, they did. So things were a little less floaty. Characters felt, you know, I don't know. I just, I didn't mind the combat. I hated some of the combat choices.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, there's very very weird that like your character. So your character slipping. Yeah. Just so people everybody... can wave dash. Like that's super. That's super weird for everybody involved. Like why? Why <laughs> does my a... character randomly slip? That makes no fucking sense. No, it sucks. But it's very poor design choice because, I mean, at the end of the day, we're literally just talking about people that are just moving back and forth to like set themselves up better for dodging, and comboing. Yeah. Like, it's not it's, it's not a big deal, but whatever. Uh, but that I I feel like, and it may be because it just because I've played it a lot, but I do feel like it was the most solid. Combat-wise, right? I don't. Know.
2: Yeah, I, 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 I guess thought... arguably,
1: the newest one that I don't remember is
0: probably the best. But um, I like the weight, right? Yeah, yeah, and I mean, it's not like a combo maker like melee was, but you know that I think that's why it worked as a party game because no one was ever just fully dunking on someone, you know. Everybody was pretty much you. You constantly just had like the chance to to do something. I feel right. like, and yeah, and if it wasn't working for you, smash balls were good, and air dodging was a thing, and all that stuff. And um, yeah, I felt like I wasn't constantly just like falling and dying. But yeah, yeah. some of the stuff like wave dashing and tripping, and the, yeah, there the, were just
1: weird design choices. Right,
0: cool maps right. though. A lot of like smaller.
1: I don't know, kind of more closed-in maps that I just yeah. enjoyed.
0: But it introduced some of, like, the best characters in the series, you know. It, it expanded that roster like crazy. Um, and it's a little obsolete now, but yeah. I, I would say so is Melee, but...
1: Oh, boy, did I love playing Ike in that fucking game.
0: That was, yeah, yeah. Some of the characters they introduced, it was just like, man... This is a Smash Bros. character. This doesn't feel like anybody else. I mean Snake alone. Right. When they didn't bring him back, I was just like, What are you doing? I know. Oh yeah. Um, and Beautiful Joe was cool. <laughs> Beautiful Joe's just a cool game. Thinking about Beautiful Joe, it's like, I don't know, we could talk about
1: I guess there's nothing quite like some of these games that came around this time period, you know? Just, uh, I mean, it's a side-scroller sort of with, like, I don't know, I guess very unique time-controlling elements that you really just had to use uh, on, uh, I, I guess, different encounters in, in unique ways.
0: Yeah, yeah, you could slow down or speed up, um, and you had, like, a a combo or, like, a, a game yeah, like that a would combo, fill up. and Yeah, you did and that's how you like put your suit on. And that was when you, you, you went from doing like simple side scrolling combat, but almost like a, I don't know. I don't know what you call that combat. Cause it's like, I don't know what you it's almost like you're doing it. like little Kung Fu moves and yeah. it felt good, but then you turn into beautiful Joe. And then all of a sudden you were doing really powerful hits and it had this like whole comic book motif going on.
1: It did. It was um, a very cool game.
0: Like, Do I think it's as good as
1: Super Smash Bros. Brawl? No, but it was a good game, right? Like honorable mention, um, it it was unique. It still is unique. Uh, It was good enough to have a sequel that nobody played.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, that was tragic. Um, But yeah, it, it, it does feel like an honorable mention. Side note, look at the Smash Bros. Brawl roster I just dropped in the podcast Channel and tell me that doesn't blow your mind at how small that looks.
1: It's tiny. That is <laughs> that is ridiculously tiny compared to the massive bloated uh, that I that I actually you know really like. Even um, Smash Bros. Four. <laughs> like, yeah. does not that just blow your mind? Like I know that's crazy, right? That's super crazy. It's, it's like, like no one, one there.
0: <laughs> yeah, no one. Anyway that'll that'll play for the audio. Just everybody could look up a picture of the brawl roster and just be like, "Wow, we we really were working with nothing here." And we thought That's that was project.
1: huge. I know. Right? I mean, Lucario, Ike, but what did, Pokemon I, trainer? Yeah, why did they take out just some of
0: the things that they did
1: is why did they take out anything?
0: I I really never unless it was licensing stuff which I feel like with Snake, it had to have been some agreement with... And, you know, Konami's always weird about its IP. so... of course. But, like, Roy was still not in the... Roy never came back in this one. But Roy came back... Roy didn't come back until Ultimate, I don't think.
2: God, Uh, that's so strange.
1: That doesn't make any sense to me. Hardly played the one after Brawl. I don't don't remember. I
0: think I played it... A lot because JV got a Wii U <laughs> and we were just always over there. Well, I live there, so <laughs> anyway. Um, so are we sending Brawl through? Yes. Yeah. Sorry, beautiful Joe. You're cool.
2: Hope you're having fun. Okay. Um what are we at with time here? You want to do another one or?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, what do we got next? Let's see, let's see. We'll do one more, and then we'll call it. Um, we have Tony Hawk Pro Skater. This has got to be three, three versus Fire Emblem. I feel like we've already
1: talked about this.
0: (laughs) Uh, we've talked about Tony Hawk Pro Skater one and two, and in previous rounds, and we've talked about. A different fire emblem, but this is this is the fire emblem that right is here. The fire emblem. Oh man, I mean, really, we're talking about Ike, right? This uh, this is the one. Just they brought fully in. realized 3D. Yeah,
1: the first one, right? Oh man, and then brought in things like uh, uh, like transforming La- characters
0: and stuff. Lagu Lagus, yeah, I think they were called. Yeah, just the the people that turn into tigers and bird creatures and dragons and shit It somehow
1: seemed less monotonous than the series prior right i don't know
0: why it just did well i think i think they did a good job at one making these characters feel unique in like a 3d format but then the way they did the maps it's like they and that's that's a big problem i have with um three houses Is that I feel like the maps get so monotonous with just it's just a bunch of buildings in like a grid. It doesn't feel you know like on this one. I remember being in pirate ships and like weird broken castles and, you know, fighting over like rivers and stuff. I don't know. There was just a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah, Set pieces and stuff that you were you were doing. Uh. And I think it was before they introduced too much bullshit into some of these. like battle conditions I guess yeah they do because at the end of the day it's kind of like I don't
1: know how much how much other stuff do I need the game's kind of tough and I really don't want people to die so I don't know I really don't want to have to worry about that while while exploring the entire map that of course is you know pretty bloated at this point and, and dealing with you notice a lot of times they have like enemies that just keep coming in later series.
0: Yeah. It, it seems it's... like
1: there are more and more maps where it's just like they don't give you that time. Like enemies just keep coming. They keep coming behind you like, all the time. It's like, oh, okay. Well, now
0: my healer's going to fucking die because I. Well, I yeah. It's back. like it's misleading because it is. the way you progress to the map, it, it, it's like, okay, well, I knocked out this entire garrison to the south. And then I'm moving north and I'm splitting my party in two so I can. And then all of a sudden there's like six more people from the south. And you're like, what the hell? Like, yeah, I have an archer back there and like a Pegasus Knight. What? Yeah. I wasn't ready for this.
1: I, I, it just like occurred to me why I find some of the newer games to be very
0: annoying and that that was a really good point i didn't even think about that
1: yeah i didn't either until now and i don't really remember that being like that big of a thing like sometimes it would be you know there's like reinforcements but it it was like a like a bigger thing yeah yeah you know or like a set piece that like reinforcements were coming not just like oh more people showed up because you've cleared up basically cleared out the
0: entire board right Uh, right
1: and they do it over and over
0: they do it i know and yeah, and it, like I said, it just gets convoluted. Everybody's got like, you know, garrisons that have to be with them, and you have to link up with your attacks. And it's like if you, you gotta, you gotta optimize and pair certain types of characters together. And I'm just like, I don't have time for this. I just want. I know. i a bitch. <laughs> Come on. Usually I don't mind that, but that's not the complexity that I'm looking for. I guess. Um, but this, w- the big thing I'll say about path of radiance is the last time of the fire emblem i feel like i i recall really being attached to the characters yeah and their journey it's like i actually felt you know i felt invested in what was going on with them
1: so I, I don't i don't know how three houses is um what's the one last one on ds i i don't know
0: i, I didn't awakening, really well there was yeah awakening, awakening and... and then there was the um there was the one that did like the Pokemon thing where it was like red and blue or something.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. You're right. Wait, didn't I, I didn't play that one. I don't know. I did, but I think both of those, I don't, I just didn't. Yeah. I didn't really like, like the storyline wasn't that good, but yeah, the red and blue yeah. one, because he either played, which is interesting in the sense, like, well, if you had one, you played on like, Basically, storyline led you to play on with like one side, and then if you had the other, you played with the other side, which was pretty interesting. But yeah, but I think the interest
0: stopped there. Yeah, it was just kind of like I don't, I don't know. And I liked Awakening, okay, but yeah, I, it became too fucking hard. At some point, I was like, I can't get past this map without some with like two people dying. So whatever, yeah. <laughs> I'm done. Radiance yeah. just felt felt good. And
2: They'll
0: yeah, love some Ike. Ike's, Ike's really good. He is good. And Titania, the badass axe wielding knight, is just my fave. Yeah, love her. It's every ever. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I'm. I'm such a big fan of snipers too. I, for some reason, their agility and just their crit hit. Oh, it's so satisfying. I'm just like, yes, you are my, you are my everything. You never get, you miss every attack, like every attack misses you, and you just absolutely destroy anybody from like over walls and houses.
1: And then I definitely find every Pegasus knight ever to just be a
0: liability, useless, totally yep. freaking useless. What? Well, is oh, that? you
1: have ridiculous movement, but you basically get one shot by archers.
0: <laughs> you have, yeah, like you have no. Um, evasion whatsoever, like yeah, you go, like, yeah, and you have no damage. I don't know, Pegasus Knights absolutely suck. I completely agree, I do though. Okay, last little off tangent, uh, just because,
1: yeah, there are just some things the game does that are really, really awesome. It, uh, the generals, right? The general classes, mm-hmm. I find that to just be such a cool idea that they're just big, like.
0: Tanks. Giantly
1: armored tanks that have spears on on giant chains,
0: and they pull their shields off of their armor. <laughs> yeah. it's like it's like a it was like a front of a turtle shell. No, always I, super cool. They they did, and even in the Game Boy Advance games, they had really cool uh, character designs with that. And it's like you're yeah. doing sprites, but you know you're able to to show all that with that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't want to give the wrong impression three houses is a good game uh, It's just got it's so drawn out that it can feel monotonous because I'm like I don't know after a while of like I've done the the Hogwarts thing so much that it's like It's just becoming this chore wheel instead of it actually being interesting Um, And I feel like that's what pushes me off and then aside from that It's not just going to like level to level there's a Bunch of small skirmishes in between. And so you're doing these skirmish battles and they're not interesting. It's just, you're basically just stomping a group of enemies for experience points. And it's like, okay, okay, got it. Can you I mate. just, I think you can auto battle. <laughs> maybe I'll do that. Yeah, maybe so. Anyway, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3. Very good Tony Hawk. Some say the last good Tony Hawk until uh... Underground
1: yeah underground was awesome i i don't even think i played this one
0: if i'm being it was, honest it was the playstation 2 one um you like going you like montreal like where you're in canada and like skating through the trees and stuff i you might not have
1: yeah i don't know because i mean by then it's just like well i don't know I played the first one a lot kind of played the second one like fell off but you know yes. i mean i will like argue you know what what did they really do different uh
0: this need- was the one that really this was like i think the start of fine-tuning the skating system that would be an underground right. and they had stuff like great like transfers and you could do manual tricks not everything was there but like there was it, there, it's a lot more open in terms of like your skating capabilities and it's easy to forget that because you just kind of remember that two was really fun and what was three different like if you go play two now you're like oh my god it's like controlling an action figure <laughs> and then three is like okay this feels like tony hawk um but i don't think it beats path of radiance for me
1: yeah uh i i mean obviously i'm gonna give it to path of radiance here
0: yeah i i think it's a lot of people's favorites but um, I didn't play I played it a little bit, and then I didn't play it again until like much later, so my affinity for it isn't as strong as like one and two and underground all okay. right I remember path of radiance yeah that one that one, that one's a strong contender, okay, well, people, we are really close to finishing out round one. I wish we could have, but we're running on time here um. But we're definitely, we have three more matches until we finish round one, and then we can start the round two deliberations. Um, and next time, we're going to be starting off with Return of the King versus The Sims 2, which is an interesting
1: one. That's very interesting. Uh, Return of the King, spoiler. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, there we go. We're done. All right. Okay. <laughs>
0: Damn it. I shouldn't, have, I shouldn't have read it.
1: No. <laughs>
0: well, We'll find out why in the next episode. It's better.
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, I'll save it. I'll save it. I'll save oh, what I'm going to say. There's
0: a lot. That gave so much. Uh,
2: so <laughs> anyway, much.
0: Anyway. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Please, please give us a subscribe on your podcast platform. If you're listening. Send us your questions, all that jazz. Great stuff. Um, Yeah, next week we'll be continuing, and then we'll be going into round two. So, love ya. Have a great week. Watch some spooky movies, or don't if you don't like them. Play some spooky games. Whatever you gotta do. Thanks, everybody. Bye.